How's it going, everyone? Ryan Shrimp here with ToplessRobot.com. Just thanking you for listening to this podcast, and I wanted to let you know that we're building a podcast network. We currently have three podcasts, Animated Opinions, Cosmic Love, and Topless Robot Podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please check out our other podcasts. And if you're enjoying these podcasts, it would mean a lot to us if you look us up on iTunes and leave a review. That way, other people can find our podcasts. Or share it with your best friend. Nothing's better than sharing podcasts that are awesome with people who are awesome. So, thanks for listening, and here's the episode. ToplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the 29th episode of the Topless Robot Podcast. Topless Robot. 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 <laughs> My name is Ryan. My name is Brooks. I'm Eam. Dean. And uh, it has been a week of things uh, as I try to find the goddamn timer. It has been a week. <laughs> um, I, I, to- I shamelessly ripped that off from uh, Love It or Leave It. It has been a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, is, it is just, that a thing that's ripped off from that specifically? I, I, everybody says that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it just kind of like I listen to a lot of Love It or Leave It, and and he starts the, you know, uh, he says it has been a week, and uh, before I knew it, I kept saying it on our <laughs> I, podcast. I can't stop, and I'm like, I need to, I need to not do that. I need to make it some, and I have at this point embraced it. It's the new live in the dream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. God damn it, Brooks. <laughs> uh, Brooks uh, spent some time in uh, New Zealand since the last episode. Yeah, they had r- lots of pins and pencils. Uh, Chris Emsworth was visiting from Australia. <laughs> but he only learned specific words in their language. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> it's like I'm really there. Swims. <laughs> so, um... Some things have Wheels. happened this week. Uh, we do have news uh, there. Uh, I want to start with uh, the Sega uh, Genesis Classic. Yes. Yes. I've been waiting to talk about this all day. <laughs> I, mean, I am. Yes. <laughs> nope, you already broke the bit. It's I, over. I, I have to refer to it from here on out as the Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> oh um, they've announced 10 of the 40 games. Yes. Um, They're all just Sonic. It's it's not just the Sonic's uh, Genesis collection. Mortal Kombat. No, they have Castlevania Bloodlines on there, and that's one of my favorite ones. Fucking really? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. And Gunstar Heroes. I like that it starts out with Sega. Don't they have a Space Harrier? Uh, Space Harrier. I'm pretty sure they'll they'll probably throw Space Harrier and like Altered Beast, but I prefer the arcade versions to the ports. All right. So I'm a Sega fanboy. Okay. September 19th. September 19th of this year. Sega does what Genesis don't. I mean, so, well, sorry, what Nintendo. <laughs> sorry, I fucked that up. Uh-oh, so yeah, here's, here's what's been oh announced so far. Echo God. the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodline, Space Harrier 2, Comic Shining Soul. Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Fuck yeah. Yeah. Toe Jam oh and Earl, God. Comic Zone, Sonic the Hedgehog 1, Altered Beast, and Gunstar Heroes. Uh, I yeah. called it. I'm definitely stoked uh, for uh, uh, Castlevania Space Area 2 and Shining Force. I hope Shining uh, Force 2 is on there as well. 
Um, I wonder how deep they're going to get into the sequels. Like, if we're going to have all of the Sonic games on, you know, uh, of the forty, you I know, mean, games. Well, we're, like, probably, we're, we're probably going to have ball, and we're going to have we're going to have one, two, three, and Knuckles. Well, I really hope Three and Knuckles is on there. Yeah. You know, they've had issues in the past, like why we haven't got a revamped Three and Knuckles port, like with like Christian Whitehead and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure it's due to licensing issues. Because uh, MJ worked on some of the music. Mm, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Um, oh, that's right. But he was never originally credited for. It. No, because uh, when that happened, um, that's when the first series of allegations came out, and yeah. Sega was like, "Ah, maybe we shouldn't hang out with this guy." Even though, <laughs> even though they put him in Space Channel Five, like you know, like five years later. Yeah. Maybe five years later. Uh, or maybe four. Oh, because well, ninety four. Uh, I feel like nah. When did because Space Channel Five wasn't a year one release for Dreamcast, no. was it? It was like I think it was year two. I think two thousand. So two thousand or two thousand one. Yeah, probably. But yeah, um, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson's Moonwalker is my favorite game. Oh my god, this is this is life now. At least for today. Life after Brooks. I'm never. Uh, he already <laughs> broke character. He shouldn't be allowed to do this anymore. Yeah, no, I don't think that he should be allowed all? to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never doing this fucking podcast again. Uh, oh yeah, we should uh, acknowledge that poor Tyler is uh, homesick. Sick, like a weakling. <laughs> uh, we actually um, have repurposed uh, Dan's dungeon for uh, Tyler. Uh, so we're we're just keeping him there. Tyler's sick bed. He needs to think about what he's done. It's a bed of nails. <laughs> <laughs> if he would just yeah. stop I just licking doorknobs, like yeah. just for a day. I go in there every now and then and start throwing wet hams at him until he screams. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, see, you could give you just give him chicken noodle soup. But you just splash it in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even like heat it up first. Just straight from the can. <laughs> I'm excited that the, this uh, has an HDMI out because every like. Uh, Sega, like, little plug-and-play, essentially, in the past has all been, like, RCA. Well, so, uh, one thing that had me concerned was, I remember Sega mentioned that they were working on a mini console. Obviously, they would with the success that the Super, uh, SNES Mini and the NES Mini uh, have had. Um, but I thought I remembered them saying that AT Games was going to be making it. And AT Games already makes the you know uh the genesis clones and and shit like that that you find on the shelves at target right now the the 380 fucking you know games etc whatever vector man and <laughs> and eight that console is <laughs> it's all cheetah man <laughs> that console is notoriously terrible Mm -hmm. uh, AT games I would not trust at all with making uh, solid hardware. So I don't know who's manufacturing this. I wonder if it's in house so somehow. I would hope so, but uh, I just I want one to go next to my little my little Super Nintendo. Yep, I am just going to collect all the mini consoles. My, for my sure. big Genesis is currently in my room, but that is that takes up a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that uh, it comes with uh, two controllers. Um, and I'm also glad that it is coming with a USB power adapter, which the PlayStation Mini did not come with. I'm also glad that it's a Model 1 and not the Model 2. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like the Model 1's a little more iconic. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's what my, uh, oh, I guess he's somewhere packed away, probably, what my Sonic is standing on. Mm. My, uh, 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 Sonic Mania, Who? uh, collector's, uh, thing. Oh wait, no! Sonic Genesis. is only on the Super Nintendo, dude. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so Mario is on the Super Nintendo. Excuse me, it's pronounced Mario. You guys are fucking 
<laughs> you, you know, you're right. Uh, I like to go home and watch sports. And, uh, well, actually. I only play FIFA and uh, Madden. Yeah. Um, I believe it. <laughs> God, I hope not. I, I prefer NBA 2K17, personally. Uh, I like Charles Barkley's Shut Up and Jam myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut Up and Jam Gaiden, actually. So uh, I'm, Shut Up and Jam Gaiden is the iconic version. Uh or whatever that Scotty Pippen game was. <laughs> Genesis. So you guys know the Genesis Collection that uh, game that's out, right? Yeah. The you can get it on Switch. It's got they put out one every like eight years, like about forty or fifty games on it, something like that. Yes. The menu is like a living room, and you can play it in VR on PC and shit like that. Um, I wonder how many of those titles, because I mean, if I recall correctly, there's about 40 or 50 there i might be wrong in that but there's about 40 or 50 games in that you know living room collection we have all these ones on there and probably like eSWAT and um probably space harrier like more than just space like space harrier one and two yeah and all the shining force games and some of the fantasy star stuff yeah, fantasy stars in there um yeah. yeah i mean so i wonder if if they'll end up just taking basically what's been released in this you know collection and just putting them on it. I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. I wouldn't even be remotely surprised. And it's not going to matter. People are still going to buy this anyway. Oh, yeah. It's a collector's item. It's a collector's item. Yeah. It's it's more... um, Nothing is going to dissuade a collector from from getting this. Yeah, no way. I have all these games, uh, you know, archived away in my um, ROM folders anyways. In my ROM palace. My ROM palace. (laughs) Right. The emulation of the mind. (laughs) But either way, I, I am. I, I've memorized the code that runs a Sega Genesis. No one will understand the <laughs> it plays in my brain. Either way, I am very excited for this. And one of the fun, at least with. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we can plug a cartridge into Brooks's mouth and his eyes will project Sonic on the wall. <laughs> uh, that's only if I can bypass the lockout chip. <laughs> um, one of the nice uh, uh, side effects of uh, these mini consoles coming out obviously ignore Nintendo because they've got their dumb fucking Wii accessory uh, uh, plug mm-hmm. uh, for their controllers. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Because for some goddamn reason, they're really, really married to that. But with the PlayStation, now we've got USB PlayStation controllers. And from the looks of the front of that machine, we're now going to have yeah. USB Genesis controllers. Which is tight. Um, I mean, that, that chunky little beast uh, deserves to be played on more than just this. Some good memories. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Some real good memories. All the frustrating sleepovers, renting dumb games. Good memories, mediocre controller. Or, <laughs> or playing Columns because that's the only game my friend had when he moved. I just want to play Cool Spot. <laughs> Oof, that's a game. That game's awful. I that, love that game. I that, so game is not that game is awful. That game is awful. It's awful. so hard, but it's so good. I'll tell you what. Terrible. We'll, we'll play Cool Spot. You can go play your Lester the Unlikely, okay? <laughs> no, you know what? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll play uh, Avoid the Noid. Okay. Oof. I mean, like, we should just only, like, purposely only play the games that are just clearly, like, just fucking advertised. Like the Chester Cheetah shit. games yeah, like, and shit like or, that. I would, I would or, or McKids. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm McKids? sorry. Uh, McKids I think so. Global Gladiators on the Genesis. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my mm. God. I forgot about that. Man. <laughs> this is slowly turning into a uh, Sega episode, and I'm most pleased. <laughs> Which is Mickey, weird. I'm sorry. Mick and Matt Global know. Gladiators. Yeah. 
Oh, Mick and Mac. MC Kids. MC. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Did you say MC Kids? It's Mick Kids. Mick it's kids. MC Kids. Yeah, Mick Kids. It's starring it's MC M kids. period C the kid period. With the hat. Mick Kids. It's Mac MacDonald. Uh, Masters of Ceremony children, <laughs> please. It says MC <laughs> Kids. It legit does on Wikipedia. It, it's uh, the Mick Kids from McDonald's. No. Yeah. It Stop says it. it on fucking from Wikipedia, From McDonald's. Bro. McDonald's. Look, see? Look at those guys. Mick kids. You know, that guy's high top fade is just the coolest. You know, I used to, when I was like, when I I was little. I like that they're clearly about to kick each other in the nuts. (laughs) Hold on, what? (laughs) Yup, yup. That's going to end poorly. Like, high five. When they go down for the land, it's just knee to groin. Mick casualty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All the fucking old old tie-ins. The characters are armed with a super soaker type gun that shoots gooey projectiles. Gross. That's really gross. <laughs> Just use a real gun like the kids in 2019. The game engine is the same Whoa. used in other Virgin Interactive games such as Cool Spot. Disney's Aladdin. Oh, we're going to get copyrighted. I, just, I said Disney out loud. <laughs> no, um, I mean, that Aladdin game was dope. Uh, I only yeah, I enjoyed that Aladdin Nintendo. game. The, the Lion King one uh, was really hard. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, uh, playing the Lion King. I will always remember that meow, that weird noise they yep. make. Meow. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, I wonder if they're gonna put the ooze on there because they got Comic Zone and uh, the uh, those are like the some of the best STI or yeah STI um, releases. Sexually transmitted infection. No, uh, Sega Technical mm. Institute. Ah, mm. oh yeah. I, I know. I know more it, Sega lore than 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 anything else. Comic Zone Sexually is te- fucking brutal. I love it. I love it. You guys. I should, love it too. You guys should play it on uh, Get Good. Yeah. You played Comic God. Zone. No. Prepare you yourself for ultimate comic book. I don't style think I violence. ever beat like the one of us has level. to be good at the game though. Yeah. Damn. Um. <laughs> well, what if I, I show up as a guest spot? <laughs> We could do that. Uh, I, have to but get, yeah. I have to remember to get good at Comic Zone. Comic Zone is hard. It's you have three lives, no continues. Uh, yeah. That's one of the worst holdovers from the arcade era. Yep. Is that games, when they were ported to consoles, were given finite number of lives, but because you didn't have any tokens, there were no continues on the game. Yep. The, Poor design choice. The ooze is like that as well. Oof. Uh, but, you know, they were, they were trying to preserve the... Uh, fuck you, play this game, if you dare kind of uh, attitude. I'm I mean, still really glad that we've moved away from continues or yeah. you know, that, that kind of system. I, think, like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like a lot of that, too, is that they like kind of built those games knowing that the kids playing those games had like 10 or 15 hours a day to devote to just like memorizing every jump and every like way to dodge and every enemy that they were going to come across. So guys like, became, like muscle memory. Because I was so fucking good at games like that when I was a kid and now I sit down and try and play them and I'm like what the fuck? What, what like, How do I suck at this now? Like yeah. how do I... Yeah. Man, you know, I, I spent an entire month playing this game exactly. during the summer in 1993. Like, this was my entire Christmas break, 1994, and <laughs> now I suck at it. And it's only been 25 years. Why do I suck at it now? <laughs> I spent half a summer in 2005 playing uh, playing Sonic Adventure because I, I didn't get to play it. Until I'm then. sorry. No, I love that game. Sonic Adventure is great. You would. It's better than Sonic Adventure 2. Now, every time anyone brings up Sonic Adventure, I just hear Mel doing that perfect Tails impression. Sonic! It's fucking great. Uh, 
Well, no, that was too loud. You have to you have to say that un- underneath the whir of an airplane engine screeching through your stereo system <laughs> with really shitty butt rock. <laughs> yeah, I know the songs too. Uh, I had the Sonic Adventure Two soundtrack. I got that for Christmas one year because my folks were like, "You like video game music?" I did not own the game. I never played it. <laughs> Rolling around at the speed of you know, there, there, there's more than just that. I know. You gotta live and learn. The, the, <laughs> right. Yeah. Just hang on to the edge of tomorrow. Oh my god. And I, I can't remember if we <laughs> talked about this before, but uh, I, it made me think about it uh, because of the, you know, Genesis Mini is the uh, upcoming Konami uh, anniversary collection. Yes. I'm extremely excited for that. I will be getting probably all of them at some point. Yeah. Because they have, uh, I mean, uh, some of those... Uh, some of those uh, arcade titles they have, I've been playing on on Mame and stuff, uh, but I'd prefer to buy them. Yeah, there's uh, the their arcade classics are uh, uh, so far. What's been announced uh, is Haunted Castle, Life Force, yeah! Nemesis, yeah! Scramble, Thundercross, Twin Bee, yeah! Typhon, and uh, Vulcan Venture. Yeah, uh, which is Gradius Two apparently. Um, and Nemesis is Gradius. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twin B is one of my favorites. I love Twin B. I, I love the little jingle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what's been announced for the Castlevania anniversary collection is Castlevania, Castlevania Two, <laughs> Castlevania Three, uh, Super Castlevania Four. You'll probably get Bloodlines, um, Symphony of the Night, another release of Symphony. Of the Night. Yeah. And if we're lucky, the 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 real version of uh, Dracula X: Rondo of Blood. Yep. If we're really lucky, we'll get Castlevania 64. <laughs> oh, God, no! It never existed! Do you they want never me made to throw it. up? Because yeah, I will, do and it. I don't want to throw up on Ryan's bare legs oh. or M's cool pants. Oh, man. <laughs> Castlevania 64 is so bad! Actually, what I want to see is... Actually, uh, Belmont's Revenge is uh, that Castlevania 2 is not the Castlevania 2 NES game. It is the Game Boy game. Nice. I really... I remember enjoying the hell out of that. Yeah, the the Game Boy ones were pretty fun. Yeah. Um, when they made the switch over to the Metroidvania style, um, some of the titles were kind of fun, but I got hung up on the lore and how dumb it was. Oh, you mean like every hundred years, Dracula's castle manifests on the side of Mount Fuji. You mean like uh, Soma's uh, uh, entire line, the like uh, the DS games or the the and like the, the Game Boy games? Advance ones yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the DS one. I mean, I still played a lot of them because they're fun. Because Soma is the main character in two. Of I thought those? that was the main character in Kingdom Hearts. That's Sora. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> Kingdom um, Hearts is dub. Tyler isn't here to complain. <laughs> the but the dude who uh, can absorb the souls of uh, the enemies and that's how you get your abilities. Um, shit. That's because that makes its um uh, appearance in, first appearance on Game Boy Advance and then continues in the DS if I remember correctly. But yeah. those were fucking great. I love those games so much. I, I wish they would come back. I I love that. Um. Did you guys ever play that Castlevania like multiplayer game that came uh, out? Harmony, Harmony of Dissonance. Dissonance. Yeah, that game was so much fun. I wanted to, but no one was playing it. I I have it on. I, I bought it on my PS3, <clears throat> um, and I paid 
extra the extra for the Simon Belmont DLC because you get the eight bit sprite of Simon Belmont. Oh, that would be pretty. But cool. he's much more powerful than everyone else, and he's a little bit shorter, so sometimes projectiles will just straight up miss you. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was great. You could just fucking wreck through that game if everyone was just Simon Belmont. <laughs> I don't have a ton to add to this conversation because my mom accidentally bought me a Castlevania game. I it might have been Symphony of the Night, whatever one came out on the original PlayStation. It was Symphony, Symphony of the Night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I put it on and she was like this is about vampires and took it away and threw it away and Oof. I was never allowed because Jehovah's Witnesses but yeah oh, you, oh you're JW God, uh, I was not my mother is uh, that sucks yeah Christmas must so, have sucked yeah Symphony of the it Night it's called Surprise Day oh. was it December Day? 24th or 6th uh, it was at some point during Christmas <laughs> I don't remember exactly um, <laughs> that's a shame because Symphony of the Night is uh, like don't get me wrong, the old Castlevania games are still fun in their own right, but specifically Symphony of the Night uh, became a turning point in that series oh, yeah. and is arguably the best Castlevania game Thanks. ever made. You're making me feel really awesome right you now. You can still play it. No, I, I, it, I, yeah, it exists. Yeah, now that I'm fucking play 30 it. years old. <laughs> yeah, I can. can. I can do whatever I want. Konami releases Symphony of the Night on everything every like, yeah. three weeks. Yeah, you can... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm you can take your pick in the the vast array of platforms on which to play it. If you want, I'll install it on the fridge. Put it on the thermostat. <laughs> Put it on the thermostat. Stand there. Yeah. Jasmine will be like, I'm trying to cook. I'll be like, sorry. Sorry, yeah, I, I gotta get past. Gotta, I, I got shit. I gotta. Do. I gotta kill Dracula. Uh, Actually, it's not even Dracula in that game. It's just a bat. shaft. Yeah. Well, I mean, you still There's, fight Dracula. Yeah, you fight Dracula. I mean, you fight Dracula, but Dracula's not the big bad. Not the true big bad. Yeah, Shaft is the true big bad. Yeah, my, I think my favorite. God, spoilers, guys! Come on. My favorite. Oh, no. My favorite. Bo- I think one of my favorite bosses from that is the one, the giant guy that's on the meat hooks with the flies. Yeah, peels above. It favorite. is. It's possible to beat that game, uh, after only having seen technically half of that game. Hmm. Yeah. So like it, every Fallout game. It's like two hundred and fifty. No, you can beat a. You can beat a any Bethesda game only seeing like five percent. Yeah. Of I still love them. <laughs> uh, I I like the because the first time I played through it, I was like, "What? That's it?" Yep. And then I was like, "Oh wait, wait a second. Yep. This is more than one hundred percent for some reason." Because you need <laughs> one specific item. You need to go into the final uh, uh, boss with uh, one specific item equipped. In order to unlock the latter half of the game, it's mm. spoilers. It's Alucard's codpiece. <laughs> it's just a skull that you've hollowed out, and your dick goes in the eye hole. <laughs> you know, throw back to to uh, pre-show warm-up. Uh, back Where when I, I was talking in my, my New Zealand accent. <laughs> um, have you? Oh, jeez. You know what Alucard is? Back or Alucard is right? You guys know what that is? Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Dracula back. I don't know. So, so I have, I've told more people I thought you were that. setting us up for a really bad joke no. for a second. Yeah. <laughs> no. Talking about Castlevania. There's some jokes here. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what is a Brooks? Nothing but a miserable pile of jokes. You have to break break your glass. But enough talk. Have at you. But enough puns. Have at you. <laughs> <laughs> the voice acting is legendary. Yeah. They sure. redid it for uh, one of the releases. Yeah. Um, oh, that, that's kind of, that kind of bums me out. If I remember correctly, the version that is unlockable in the Rondo of Blood uh, uh, release on PSP, uh, PSP right? um, uh, has updated voice acting. Uh, that's a shame. Yeah. It'd be like if they went and, fi- and fixed the voice acting in X4. <laughs> yeah. 
There's the, there's something so magical about it that it has to stay shitty forever. <laughs> yeah, it's just you can't fuck with that. No. So yeah, I am very excited for the Konami anniversary collections. I think uh, those will be really good. Yeah, and then you know we didn't even talk about fucking Contra. Yeah, the Contra games that have been announced so far: Contra, Super Contra, Super C, Contra Three, The Alien Wars. Honestly, they're pro- like I don't know why they're. Uh, announcing games, there are few enough Contra games where they can just release all of them. Well, yeah, yeah. Yep. may as well. Oh, I mean, they want people to be somehow surprised that they're going to throw Contra Hardcore in there or something. Yeah, right. I mean, we could also be getting like a graphical update on the Contra reboot um, from like uh, I think it was on the PS2. The Contra reboot. Yeah, I think it was. I know it was a Contra title. I think it had a, a subtitle as well. It's on the PS2. Huh. I remember the the character art being kind of a little weird. Not like bad weird, just like, this is Contra? These guys are in like robot samurai outfits. Oh, weird. Speaking of samurais. Oh. Yacht Club Games. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have, I, have, I have two things to talk about. <laughs> two more things. Well, that and, you know, the thing, other thing that I want to talk about um, coming out. I'm very excited for... Cyber Shadow. Cyber Shadow. This looks like, whereas The Messenger was more like a tongue-in-cheek homage to Ninja games uh, generally, I think this is just going to be the Ninja Gaiden game we never got. Yeah. It looks really good. Um, and I am I was talking to uh, Dan uh, earlier about how uh, stoked I am that it, it feels like the Ninja Gaiden genre was something that didn't get a lot of nostalgia love uh, out of indie devs Mm-mm. until recently. Yeah. And The Messenger has done it, and now this uh, Cyber Shadow. Uh, and it gets me excited because I fucking love those old games. There I, th- are- I think a big reason as to why that's happening now is because of the massive success of like hard AAA games. This is a subgenre of gaming oh, that's yeah. now going to get more love from indie devs because it's okay to make your games hard now instead of making them for babies. Yeah. Yeah, and and um, we're going to, you know... I mean, I remember Ninja Gaiden being kind of like a rite of passage as far as, like, oh, I, I beat Ninja Gaiden. Oh, what? That game is hard as fuck. <laughs> and it yeah. sucks. No, it does not suck. The cutscenes are dope. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> and the music is fucking yeah. awesome. The music is... Um, Sorry, I'm uh, talking about the game Reeves, isn't Reeves, the part that you play. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of that game. I did, too, but there was a lot of very, very bad pitfalls in it and the way the enemy spawned all of that kind of yeah. shit get it, good uh, i mean it, like the enemy could, spawns on those old games was kind yeah. of dubious because it, it was all based on camera movement it yeah. ruined a lot of the challenge for sure it just became arbitrary when you could stand in a spot a specific spot on the screen and force a single enemy to spawn repeatedly that's that's just bad that's bad, but that was a big thing. I understand technical limitations, yeah. but it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't become good or bad. And then Ninja it's Gaiden Two was dope. And then Ninja Gaiden Three was dope. <laughs> yeah, they were f- they were fun to play. <laughs> but I'm not going to excuse some of that shit. It's not allowed. You know, we're just gonna blast Ryu's determination loud enough to to not hear you taint our nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I love those old games. I uh, really enjoyed playing them and. I mean, yeah, they were fucking challenging, but so was Contra. So were you know all those games. Yeah, it's it's what what made you know it's what made it f- made them last. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's make this fucking hard game so we have time to develop another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
let's put two hours of content and make it hard enough to to stretch out to six hours, and uh, we can work on. Uh, we can stretch this out over three issues of Nintendo Power. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, it's cool to see Yacht Club uh, announce a follow-up in general. Yeah. I think they did such a great job with I, Shovel Knight. And furthermore, they did such a great job in supporting Shovel Knight. Yes. Yeah. Well they came after through release. on all of their promises. Just, hey, yeah. here's another game. So now, you know, we've got Cyber Shadow, which looks like a, a beautiful uh, uh, love story, you know, love, uh, uh, love letter to uh, stuff like Ninja Gaiden. And if they're... Uh, long-running support of Shovel Knight is any indicator. This is just going to get that same treatment, and it's going to keep delivering well after you're done with with the mainline story, which is just <laughs> wonderful. They, they better they, they better call their expansion something ridiculous, like Gaiden, and then you know, like uh, X, something to do with uh, you know, just any any kind of. Tagline. They would be yeah. foolish not to. <laughs> well, and like, yeah, so like yesterday I was um, playing um, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Yeah. Uh, because I was so good. Jonesing for that retro feel with. Uh, then I stopped playing it and started playing The Messenger instead. <laughs> so I was like, ah, because I, I got to the, the final level and I was like, this is fine. This is not what I want to do right now. Um, but I really, really hope this game is good. I, I, I wonder if, if they're going to get Jake Kaufman to do the music for it again. Because he did the the Shovel Knight soundtrack. And, oh sure, and uh, he rules. Yeah. Yes, he also did the, the soundtrack for uh, Mighty Switch Force. Oh yeah, and uh, he's got a very dis- recognizable style I've found over the last couple of years. Can't wait. Yeah. Speaking of other Absolutely. things that I can't wait for, Streets of Rage Four. Yes. Streets of Rage Streets Four. Streets of Rage Four. Bare Knuckle Four. It's coming. I didn't even know that that was a thing until you posted the video. Looks great. Yeah, I, it looks like. Mm. Uh, um, enough of the original art style to be cool, but new enough to not be. Uh, we we reskinned two and put new bad guys in. Yes, it. I actually I I get really nervous when I see that games from those genres are making a comeback because they flop on the aesthetic most of the time. Yeah, and it's, I I remember really wanting to like Double Dragon Neon, but yeah. it, it looked bad and it played very slow. Yeah. So at least the very small amount that I've seen for Streets of Rage 4 is promising, but I don't want to get too 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 into yeah. the hype train. Yeah. I'm just I'm excited for it because I love the Streets of Rage franchise so much. As we know, because I've talked about it every yep. week for the last <laughs> two weeks or three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Um and uh part of the reason I'm excited about something about popular stuff or things coming into the mainstream again that I liked that haven't is all the merch that's probably gonna come out oh sure because like as of right now i can get like an official streets of rage like hat and like a belt but i'm like i just want like a cool streets of rage t-shirt guys yeah a second streets of rage hat (laughs) a a second one Uh, in in slightly different colors yeah (laughs) well as long as it has a two next to it you know yeah um (laughs) i find it interesting that uh with streets of rage they're doing a sequel as opposed to uh, doing a remake which of the first ones, even which better. is very different from the approach that any th- any company that has decided to uh, touch these old, you know, classic titles yeah. are like, "Hey, let's redo the first one." It makes me hopeful that it's not just going to be a, a shameless cash tra- a cash grab for people's nostalgia. Yeah, I, I hate that. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't looked into much as far as the, who's working on it or not. But I really hope they get Yuzo Koshiro to do the soundtrack again, 
because the first two game soundtrack I regularly listen to, I've been listening to for most of this decade and the last, because <laughs> um, they're just they're awesome, they're, yeah. they're rad. And um, one really interesting thing about the way that the music was done for the first two um, was that Yuzo Koshiro and the other guy that was working with him, I, f- I forget his name, but they were trying to incorporate like modern modern music at the time into it as opposed to like here's this cool video game track he's like no i'm, I'm gonna go to this club and we're gonna get into techno and you know some house stuff so i really hope that they kind of have a couple of stage B- bgms with that old streets of rage thing but i really hope that they're to do something brand new with the music yeah because it needs to be good take some yeah. modern day influences and uh Fuse it with Despacito. Yuzo Koshiro, <laughs> if you're listening, stay off of SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, in general, I think um, that you know the way you do that right is uh, you it, take the iconic elements of uh, the first three and inject just a little, you know, just enough of modern elements, you know, but keep that same feel, you know, uh, like it, it, there have. Uh, undoubtedly been quality of life you know uh changes in uh standards with video games uh since the last streets of rage mm-hmm. oh yeah and uh, so bringing some of that into this but keeping that core gameplay is going to be a real key thing as long as i can beat social degen- degenerates to death with a lead pipe still <laughs> i'm on board 100 <laughs> percent. i'm also just like i said i'm just so weary on all of the remakes that are going on, the remakes, the remasters, the re-releases. I enjoy some of them. Like I, I do enjoy the little consoles that are coming out. That's great. But I don't know. Just got, they got to stop. There's, there's, that's why I'm glad that they're making a new game. They're yeah. making a new Streets of Rage game. And not re, re, uh, rehashing the... Uh, I, honestly, I, I like that they just were, were like, hey, we're going to put these in 3D now. And that, that's all they've done with Streets of Rage. Speaking yeah. of new games based on beloved properties, though this one I have to shame, is the Metal Slug mobile game. Boo! I didn't even yeah. know that that existed. It's not out yet. Oh. I've only seen, uh, I've only well. seen advertisements for it. It's, uh, it's an idle game based on Metal Slug. And Metal Slug. There are other Metal Slug mobile games that are already out. There's Me- Metal Slug Attack and Metal Slug Defend. Metal Slug Defend is a tower defense. Yeah, Metal Slug clearly. Attack is the same like as that cat shooter. game. Oh, you defend, okay, yeah. yeah, and they attack, but most impo- most importantly, the gameplay lags. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but it's the whole uh, tower v. tower. You send yeah, out you units send as your economy allows yeah. in order to, you know. Uh, which that I'm not super against, but... I just want to, like, roll through a wasteland with a tank and blow up... Um, uh, Saddam Hussein Hitler. Yeah. I want to stab a million Nazis and then pick up a machine gun and shoot them all. Heavy machine gun. Uh, what really... Rocket launcher. ...bothers me... Uh, please, it's rocket launcher. I, I, I wanted to, to not say it like that. <laughs> if we say it too many times, Tyler disappears in the <laughs> Podcast launcher. <laughs> <laughs> um... It it hurts my heart to see uh, a beloved series like that turn into 
microtransaction paradise on mobile. Uh, SNK is fall. What's next? The, that, that's what I'm really scared A metal about. slug pachinko machine! No, no, no. We're going to have like uh, a King of Fighters uh, trading card game. Oh, God. Or a <laughs> Samurai Showdown dating sim. <laughs> Actually, that'd be kind of tight. <laughs> <laughs> Joke dating sims are, uh, are an untapped resource so far. <laughs> yep. There's more of them coming out. And I and I enjoy them because they make fun of an otherwise shitty genre of gaming. We sh- we should make a topless robot dating sim. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, didn't didn't something like that already get done for uh, normal boots? Uh, yes, no, normal, normal boots, boots had one done. Uh, yeah, but ours will be good. Well, I, I don't know if the normal know. boots one was good or not. Yeah, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I I watched a little bit of Beard Bros playing through it. Uh, with uh, you know, uh, the, like, yeah. I I get that there is an attraction to the genre, like there's an audience for that. I'm not that audience. No, even watching someone play it, I'm not that audience. No, the the because the only opportunity to make those fun to watch or fun to play through is to make the writing good. Yeah, and I think in joke ones you have a wonderful opportunity to do that, but I'm sure most of the time it's just going to fall flat on its face, especially when it's based on a group of people like Normal Boots, which a lot of them are hilarious, but I'd be worried that the writing is just like some fan and their wank fest over like I love rebel boots so much they're so cool yeah I will I wish to date Jodtrod um I think the best example of a you know dating sim that's not you know that isn't what it what it actually is and it's, it kind of does the makes fun of it sort of I think Doki Doki Literature Club is probably like the best yeah that's something that I still have to play same oh you guys should like do a. You should do a. You should record yourself playing that game because it's really fucked up. So I've heard. I have. I have heard that it is a uh, bait and switch title. Yes, it. I think I have also heard that directly from you, Brooks. Hey, you know, Doki Doki Literature Club is a pretty fucked up game. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll Brooks, please talk more about Doki Doki. <laughs> no, I'm done. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's the top of my priority list. <laughs> Fuck grad school. I'm dropping out. <laughs> play High this five. Fucking game. Priorities. Priorities. Fuck you, school. I'm that gonna is... do something fucked up instead. So I'm just kind of realizing that there uh, have been a lot of announcements uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands Three yeah. got announced. Yeah. This week. So stoked. I am extremely excited for that. Uh, I don't know what in that trailer was jokes and what was not. Because Doesn't matter. Honestly, it could all be in game, like brick, brick with a silly mustache playing he, the sax. I, I think that's just his mustache. Could actually now. be in the game. Yeah, I hope it is. Uh, and walking guns. Yeah. Uh, I, I did see. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know, because I've, I actually don't really know much about Borderlands the franchise at all. So really? This is more of a you guys talking about it and me making jokes. You would like I, it. I it's, mean, it's I, a I, great game. It's great writing. I, I've seen Zeke play through some of some of it. It's, like it's very stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, th- that was that was why I continue to watch. But as far as playing them, I have yet to do so. Uh, Let us not forget iconic character Face McShooty, yeah. uh, whom you shoot in the face and he thanks you for it. <laughs> yeah, and then the quest ends. Uh, and they have guns that uh, insult you while you're shooting them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you have you have guns that go pew 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 and yeah. screech. <laughs> and you have guns that, in order to in order to reload them, uh, you throw it away and it explodes. And, and the more ammo it, left, the bigger the explosion. Yeah. Uh, All right. 
they like have done a lot of very cool things uh, in Borderlands that are just ridiculous and fun. And uh, I'm also happy to see that they announced free updates for free graphical updates for Borderlands 1, 2, and pre-sequel. Wow. So, and those arrive, if you're listening to this podcast right now, those are already available. And what? They're already out. <laughs> oh my God! Ah! The future um, is so weird. <laughs> you know, it's like everything has changed. Nothing is the same, but everything is Why the same, but nothing wearing, changes. Why have we been wearing the same clothes this entire time? <laughs> well, it's because we traveled to the future, and if we were to change our outfits, that would, in fact, uh, create a paradox, which would <laughs> cause the topless robot u- uh, cinematic universe to implode and create spinoffs and sequels without our main characters. <laughs> um... <laughs> So the uh, press conference where Randy Pitchford, well, not even a press conference, it was uh, a panel at PAX East, uh, where Randy Pitchford announced these things, went everything but smoothly. Yeah, I didn't actually watch any of it, but I heard it was a shit show. So I was watching it live. Randy Pitchford, God bless him, um, he is an enthusiastic man, and I have a lot of respect for him for that, like... As a CEO of his company, uh, I and we've kind of talked about this with uh, Reggie Fizmi. He had no business being the the social icon of of Nintendo. Uh, yeah, that his, his previous became. job was like owning Pizza Hut or something. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, even That's not a joke. As a Pizza Hut, as a Pizza Hut delivery driver, I have delivered pizza to thousands of doors where people were playing video games. I think I have a comprehensive knowledge of what people actually want. But what I mean to say is that even in his position at Nintendo, he had no business becoming the social icon that he became. Yeah, you know, that's not an executive job. Um, and similarly with Randy Pitchford, the, the amount of enthusiasm that he he has, uh, to go out in public and be, you know, the key speaker, uh, on behalf of the company when addressing the audience is not the job of the CEO of a company. No, not at all. Um, and he just loves it. He loves doing magic. The gathering? So much. Or like stage magic. They're called illusions. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he's a st- he's a stage magic guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's more embarrassing than being into Magic the Gathering. His, his Twitter his Twitter handle is Deval Magic. Um, he and his wife got married at the Magic Castle. Oh, okay. Um, uh, he yeah, and hey, I don't have the talent to pull off you know stage magic or anything, but in the middle of this thing where they're announcing all these Borderlands things, he uses the new, like, so there's a new Borderlands card game called uh, Tiny Tina's Robot Tea Party and um, he uses copies of this game, like, brings a couple of people up from the audience whose birthdays are that day or or around that time. I'm already internally groaning. And uses them to do a card trick. And their wallets disappeared. <clears throat> so, <laughs> as a gift, he gives each of them a copy of this new card Happy game. Happy birthday. And has one of them open it up, pick out a card, sign his name on the card, and then that card appears in the unopened box that the other audience uh, person is holding. Here's a ruined fucking game. Well, then they gave him brand the new The sealed copies. version? Yeah. 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 The one with the signature in it? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's cute. 
he does his thing, whatever. Sure, he's trying. But then he, you know, uh, goes to uh, announce Borderlands 3 and play the trailer. And this, I got to say, PAX, PAX, get your shit together. It, it was a 4K video because the game's been up-resed. Um, and it did not play smoothly. They tried to start it several times and it froze several times. And it's just a video. The mark of a 4K quality. video. Wow. So yeah. that's on PAX. That's, that's on PAX. Yeah. Oh, that's geez. on PAX. Uh, Randy Pitchford, though, his reaction to it is on him. Where they finally get it to play, but there's a little bit of stutter throughout it. And so he says, can we play that again? This time without stutter. Like, you guys don't mind if we, if we watch that whole thing again, do you? I mean, realistically, they're all big Borderlands fans, so they're, of That's course they're, they're going to say no. You know, go ahead. We want to see this. But you didn't have to do that. Like, I get it from the artist's perspective of, like, this was not shown in the way that I wanted it to be shown. But as a stage, from the stage performer's handbook, if things go wrong, you don't start over. Yeah. Yeah. You just keep going until someone dies or is fired. You know, you remark on, okay, that was a little stuttery. You can watch this on YouTube right now. Yeah. And there's your solution. Problem solved. That's it. Yeah. You don't go, hey, I just played this uh, this song for you, but I fucked up a couple of notes. Do you mind if we started from the, from the top yeah. again? And I mean, you also, don't fucking do also that. Also, you could turn it into like a joke. You could make a joke about it of like, oh, you know, we're still working out some kinks, but by the time the game's released, that'll be all ironed out or something. Like yeah. something, anything. Like by the time the game's out, this v- pre-rendered video that we made will will, will be have, running properly. Will have loaded completely. <laughs> you won't get weird fucking buffering. It'll be issues. available in stores by Christmas. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's it looks like a great you know I I've been waiting for a good you know mainline Borderlands game uh, since pre sequel failed to deliver. Pre sequel mm-hmm. sucked. Um, I and didn't even buy it. I just played the demo and was like, nah. I really thought that it was going to be good. But was, I also have two copies of Borderlands, so they completely <laughs> uh, like that. Uh, Borderlands pre sequel was not developed by Gearbox. That makes sense. So it was outsourced to an Australian company, which is God why most of the voices in that are Australian. Yeah. Um, Although that is funny to me that the backwater moon people are all Australian. <laughs> <laughs> backwater moon people? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're the weird neighbors. Uh, so uh, they also kind of, uh, they had released a teaser that was like, did you guys see the teaser? It's like all textureless models that are put together in to form this elaborate sculpture that just looks so cool that nope. you know the camera like pans over and stuff and we mm-hmm. get to see some familiar characters we get to see some new characters and it's all in this you know very stylistic you know kind of thing it looks very cool to get people hyped for what they were going to announce on Friday that sounds incredible and in that video there are some hidden little things that some people picked up on right away uh, there are portions of uh, shift codes uh, hidden in different frames in it so you could piece them together and get a shift code to enter into Borderlands 2 um, but there was one portion of the video where Brooks will love this a little dot appears in the top left of the screen 
and it beeps in Morse code. Don't. <laughs> no. Don't. We're done. That no. was last week. No. We're done. My phone's right here. I'm reaching to my bag for something. Okay. Okay. It's it's his actual like yeah yeah, yeah right <laughs> he pulls out a huge device and just like slams it onto I'll his have lap. you know that I have moved past Morse and now I am on to Norse um, uh, mimeograph Norse code. okay um but the Seema Morse four. code tape. get the flags apparently <laughs> he revealed the Morse code if you translate it translates to be sure to drink your Ovaltine. No. Hell yeah. Way. You know, that's that's like a joke I make all the time. <laughs> Mostly to myself. Whenever like I have to like, you know, I see something scrambled text, I'm like, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. But what a Son great a fucking bitch. thing to do, you know, like you know that hardcore Borderlands fans are hardcore Borderlands fans and they're they found the shift codes and you know that they had to translate that Morse code and be like be sure to drink your Ovaltine. They had to do it in the bathroom. Yep, yep. I wonder commercial. how many of them were too young and just went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, they Google Ovaltine. They're like, why Why are you concerned about my, <laughs> you know, my the, <laughs> the delicious chocolate taste intake. of Ovaltine now available in strawberry and banana. Oh, is Ovaltine <laughs> going to be a new product that is released with Borderlands 3? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get Ovaltine. Oh, man. But yeah, overall, overall, fairly grown worthy, uh, uh, you know, panel the Easter egg. But oh, yeah, the panel. But everything we about it was, about. you know, um, imagine if Borderlands they, Three super stoked. Yeah. Imagine if they re- released a special edition of the game that you had to collect like five box tops from like Ovaltine, <laughs> you know, or something like that, and then mail it in, and then it takes six to eight weeks, like it used to. Yeah. That'd be. That'd be fantastic cross promotion. Oh yeah, and but then Ovaltine would be relevant. And, and then the game comes in like a shitty plastic years. bag, like anything in a cereal box did. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> uh, but it looks like uh, in Borderlands Three, pretty much all of the characters from the previous Borderlands are in it, including Tales from the Borderlands characters. So also, going back to that box top thing, can it, will it just be like some X-ray specs with like claptrap on the side? <laughs> I would love that. You can only see the game through these glasses. <laughs> Special it, edition. They like made the whole game with all these secret messages in the background that you can only read with these box. Put on top your glasses. X-ray specs. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of crazy things. Uh, did you guys see today that uh, Jim Carrey is in a, an online fight with Benito Mussolini's granddaughter? What? No. <laughs> Type it up, man. The truth is stranger than fiction. Really? I don't... Why, though? Well, bum, bum, bum! Yeah, I know Carrey what he's saying. <laughs> Political artist Jim Carrey is... Wh- what? Is feuding with Benito Mussolini's granddaughter, so hey, how's your day? Today, and this would be pretty hard to explain to your grandparents' news. <laughs> if you're wondering what fascism leads to, just ask Benito Mussolini and his mistress, Coleretta. You are a bastard. Bastardo. Yikes. Hi, Jim Carrey. Now draw this for us. And it's a nuclear blast. And now Jim Carrey draws this other. Oh, and she's... So it's... It's it, Italian fascism versus American oppression. Yeah. Uh, ours at least it comes with, you know, 30 wonderful flavors, so. 
She also fired back at people making fun of her on Twitter, suggesting that their families probably had just as many skeletons in their closet, which is almost certainly not actually the case. But none of us made it. Uh, Thank a, you, a, a su- Club. A I... super fortress with my own face on the front, like Mussolini did. <laughs> Do you want applause? So I'm getting the feeling that she's a piece of shit. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> she sounds almost as angry as her grandfather. Evan O'Connell says, I think you're confusing Jim Carrey with your murderous grandfather. She responds, or maybe with some of your family. She's probably mad that she's not a princess right now because <laughs> Mussolini failed. Evan O'Connell says, my grandfather fought to liberate Europe from people like your grandfather. She says, do you want applause? My grandpapa kicked your grandpapa's ass. The feud is sadly one-sided so far, as Carrie has yet to respond to Mussolini's authoritarian demands that he also draw her pictures of mushroom clouds, Rosa Parks, or Native American leaders standing in front of Mount Rushmore, all of which are apparently linked in her mind to a drawing of her dead fascist grandpa. Actually, Carrie's official Twitter only follows a single account, his daughter, Jane, which is a much less creepy show of internet familial affection. In the end, Mussolini dismissed Carrie's work as merely dirty paper, which is a relatively sick burn, we guess. We're just saying, though... We never see uh, Beth Hitler pulling this kind of shit. <laughs> well done, AV Club. That is bizarre. Right? Like She's real mad. Yeah. Why would you defend your fascist grandpa? Because you are also a fascist. Oh, hey. Oh, shit. You know, I was just going to... That's it. Ding, ding, That's ding, 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 ding. You know, maybe it's his birthday and they <laughs> ruined the birthday celebration they were having. He, He's clearly not alive. Why would you have a birthday party for your dead grandpa as an excuse to party but at the oh, same okay. time oh, okay right, yeah never right. mind i was gonna say uh at first i thought that uh jim carrey uh actually called her out in the first one and he did not nope, nope. so he was just specifically all he did was uh he's talking shit on america too kinda. yeah he's clowning on everyone yeah jim carrey doesn't clowning fuck Straight clowning. Yeah, it's one of those strange things. I He's mean, also Canadian. I wonder if she, uh, if she realized. No, that, that shit happens all the time. People always confuse Canadian actors for Americans. Right. Draw a picture of this. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's Canadian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all the shit that she's. Oh my god, that makes us even funnier. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna draw a picture of uh, maple syrup tap in Portland. <laughs> What about oh, this Mountie God. running over a raccoon by accident oh, but then man. stopping Sa- and giving it and a proper burial? Hashtag save the trash And apologizing trash to it. Yeah. Hashtag save the trash pandas. Oh, oh man. Uh, that is very bizarre. Yeah, it's a little slice of surreality. Yeah. Compliments of Ace Ventura. Pet detective. <laughs> uh, I can't... So I can say in that interaction, I am on the side of Jim Carrey. Natch. I we're not fascists. I am also never otherwise on the side of Jim Carrey. Mm. Because he's he's, a, he's kind of a crazy person. Yeah. He's a if I hold up a can a can of planters mixed nuts. That yeah, be, that would be Jim Carrey. Though on the topic of Jim Carrey in Living Color reunion. What? Oh, really? Had you guys not heard about this? No, no I have not. There is going to be an In Living Color reunion. Uh, like, I, I wasn't an, born in 1837. Show? Excuse <laughs> you? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> that, that was like my favorite fucking show growing up. Mine Please as well. 
So in living color is uh, why I the just first want one news. is is the gays in the military sketch. <laughs> I want news. Give me news. Uh, in living color cast to reunite at the Tribeca, oh, film, Tribeca. Uh, oh festival. That's gonna be cool. Well, maybe potentially. So um, I don't know what that's going to mean specifically. A special screening. They're all gonna be in the, the same room episode. at one time. Okay, so they're just gonna be hanging out. Yeah. Oh my God! Why? Let's go. Uh, Dan, moment. I have no idea what In Living Color was. Not surprised. Really? Yeah, I have no idea. In Living Color was uh, a really important show of its time uh, because it was an African American led and primarily. It was basically it was the skit comedy show that was on prime television where the token minorities were the white people. Okay. Uh, and it was great. Yeah, the Wayans Bros. It it pretty much made well, Jim Carrey's Keenan career. Keenan Ivory. Uh, it also uh, Jamie Fox, Jamie uh, Fox, David Allen Greer, uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez was a fly girl, uh, yeah. which was one of the girls who like danced in between the skits. Um, okay. They also they had a lot of they did a lot of um, underground musical acts, um, especially like hip hop and funk and stuff like that. At a time when, like, that stuff was not really being played on MTV other than, like, the token Yo! MTV raps. Yeah. Thing. Uh, and this was, like, so, primetime Fox. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It was, like, yeah. 8 p.m. on Sundays it's or something. It's where David Geffen yeah. got his start. Oh, I'm kidding. Uh. <laughs> I, I, actually, I, I actually was introduced to In Living Color um, later because my dad, my dad enjoyed it, but he wouldn't put it on until I was, like, a teenager. Mm. It I was remember... a great show and... Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're you're fine. I mean, I just I just remember like seeing it as a kid when I didn't get half the jokes, and then like that when I got like my first job, that was one of the first things that I bought because I remembered like my dad fucking loved that show, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna buy it on DVD now, and I bought it. I bought the whole series and just watched it over and over and over and over again for like most of my teens and early twenties. Yeah, like. I absolutely love that show. Anyway, so yeah, it's a cast reunion and whatnot. Uh, It also kind of paved the way for the Latin version of the same thing, which I think I brought up on the podcast before. John Leguizamo's House of Buggin, which was a primarily uh, Latin casted, uh, primarily or entirely uh, Latin casted uh, uh, skit comedy show with uh, John Leguizamo and uh, Luis Guzman was on it, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of uh, uh, up-and-coming uh, Latinx uh, comedians of the early 90s. Hell yeah. So it was really a very cool uh, thing that you didn't see. Like, you know, these uh, uh, minority groups were not represented in this way a- at all uh, at the time. And it was fucking rad. I'm seeing now why I hadn't heard of it. Uh, it only aired for one more year after I was born. <laughs> yeah, 1990 to 1994. Yeah. 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 You know, you don't got to lie to kick it, all right? <laughs> you can go back and watch it anytime. You can. I no longer have the DVDs, but I think my sister does. It would just take some... Last year, Carrie said yeah. he was in favor of an In Living Color reboot. I don't know that it would fly, girl, the uh, <laughs> same way uh, in this time i'm also pretty sure that the wayans brothers have dug themselves into a deep enough hole that people would no longer take them seriously yeah probably not even in a comedy yeah yeah so 
But that's that's still pretty cool. Um, but we also have uh, a little less than a month to get tickets to the Tribeca Film Festival. Uh, yeah, this is April twenty seventh. April April twenty. Uh, the screening the is screening on April twenty seventh. Yeah. We don't have to go to the whole thing. Just the have, just the in living color screening. I have a couple dollars in my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's Two go to New York. Whole dollars. <laughs> Um, well, if we ever want to go someplace out of town as a group sometime, my mom is a corporate travel agent, so we can probably get a pretty decent deal. Yeah, nice. Cool. Um, on that note, we podcast have flex. Come, <laughs> flex. We have come to the end of the podcast. Uh, I want to remind everyone that this podcast, as every podcast, has been brought to you by Humble Bundle. Oh, you fucker. Uh, go to toplessrobot.com slash humble. Uh, the, by the time this episode uh, comes out, the, uh, all of the April games will have been uh, released uh, as they release on April 5th. Uh, and we will be on to um, May, uh, the May early unlocks, uh, which we'll post about because uh, the next episode is going to be a collection of pre-show uh, clips that we've never released, uh, so we have time to move to the new studio. Woo! It's um, gonna be sick. It's we time to skip Ab Day, folks, because your stomach is gonna hurt, and not because you were laughing, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> because you ate some weird old Chinese food that you found in the back of your. Food. Humble Bundle uh, is uh, absolutely humble in general is absolutely awesome. You get uh, real uh, great uh, deals on games, which are only increased when you're a humble monthly subscriber, which is only twelve bucks a month. You get a bunch of Steam keys every single month. Uh, like nine or ten uh, Steam keys every month, as well as a ten percent discount on everything in the uh, Humble Store. Except, I think the Nintendo games are not included in that. But uh, still, uh, really great deal. All you get, you get Steam keys, and uh, I, it's I too yearn for the sweet, sweet release of new discounted games. So uh, go to toplessrobot.com slash humble and that'll put our little partner code in the URL for you and you can browse to your heart's content and uh, buy a bunch of cheap games. Super fucking worth it. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Ripped Apparel. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Ripped Apparel is the uh, place to go for a bunch of... You love us. You really love us. <laughs> for pop culture mashup uh, uh, apparel, uh, similar to what I am wearing, though this is not specifically a Ripped Apparel shirt. I am wearing an Adventurama shirt, uh, Adventure Time and Futurama mashup. Uh, they do stuff like that. Uh, lots of really cool artwork. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, I like them a lot. Uh, go to toplessrobot.com slash ripped. That's toplessrobot.com slash R-I-P-T. Ripped! Good lord. Jesus, clip the mic, why don't ears. you? Yeah, that one what? got me. That <laughs> Fucker. Does anyone have any rants and or raves this week? Rants, raves, rants, raves. Uh, mm, no. Whoa. I was, wow. try I was trying to remember if I had any. A anything like, you know... Beyond what we've already talked about, my excitement for certain I have reasons. a rave. Okay. Podcast over. No, but seriously, uh, Risk of Rain 2 is in early access and uh, is being published by uh, Gearbox. I learned of its existence through uh, the Gearbox uh, presentation at PAX East. And... I was skeptical because it is a full 3D 
sequel to a very minimalist, very minimalist, where your main characters are all of 16 pixels, uh, roguelike that I love. Um, and fuck if that is not a goddamn fun game. That is, oh, I had so much fun playing that game. And I think by the time this episode uh, releases, this offer may be over. But if you, uh, at least for a while, I got to double check on, on the dates. Uh, but uh, Risk of Rain 2, if you buy it, uh, you get a free copy to give to a friend. Because that game is definitely something that is best played with friends. Uh, and uh, unless you're really drunk in your room playing it by yourself, <laughs> way to alienate really half fun. of our audience. Have I, to have friends. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I bought it on Friday and have sunk twelve hours into that game. It is a ton of fucking fun. Check your a fucking privilege. Whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. Let's all cool, calm cool. down here and try to focus right. on the positive. God, you're talking to the guy with five jobs here. God. <laughs> Uh, things uh, uh, suffered because I wanted to play that game. <laughs> that it, sounds about right. Mostly me suffering because I have to edit the podcast. I have to render the podcast that comes out tomorrow right away for a midnight release. <laughs> Behind after the we scenes with this. Topless Robot. Yep. For- fortunately, by wearing our patented Topless Robot protective undergarments that are certainly not diapers, <laughs> you can save up to 30 extra minutes of gameplay time. <laughs> But uh, that is uh, all for this episode of the Topless Robot Podcast. Mm. We'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. It's weird. Bye. It's weird. It's weird. We should all shave. (laughs) Okay. Done. (laughs) Whoa. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Hey, business owner, did you know that over 4.2 billion people are active on social media now? That means if you want to connect with your customers and find new ones, you need social. Hootsuite is the must-have tool for managing and growing your business on social. You can schedule content, publish posts, and track your success all in one place. Millions of businesses around the world are already using Hootsuite. Now it's your turn. Go to Hootsuite.com slash 30 free to start your free trial and get 50% off your first year. That's H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash 30 free for a free 30-day trial and 50% off your first year.